It's time for Talking Tauntauns! Your Star Wars source at AIPTcomics.com Hey, what's everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Talking Tauntauns, the official Star Wars podcast for AIPTcomics.com. I am JJ Travers, and I'm joined this morning, as always, by Nicole Herview and Jim Lahane. Today, we're discussing Star Wars. I know it's surprising, but we're also discussing... A retrospect of Talking Tauntauns. And with us to do so for our 100th episode, we made it to triple digits. Pretty cool achievement. I'm really proud of us. Uh, is one of the originals, the OGs. Uh, you can find him in California or in a hockey rink. He's my special little man. I also see him at New York Comic Con sometimes. He's a great guy. We love him. You know him, Mr. Connor Christensen. You, you can tell WWE was last night because JJ just basically cut me a promo. And I love yeah. it. <laughs> See? Oh my God. That's great. He's wearing a Stone Cold Steve Austin Dad 316 shirt. It's incredible. That's but, pretty hey good. Hey guys, I was going to make another Back from the Dead joke, but then I realized I'm like, I think I was on this show like three weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um- like you you are you're more common than you think you are yeah <laughs> i haven't I been on the show with connor in a long time it's, uh, that's i did realize last time like i haven't talked to jj in person not over discord in months yeah it's because oh. you tag team like i i could see you guys like you you, you uh slap hands as you're switching out the guy gets just... ready for one kid and then all of a sudden i don't exist anymore wow <laughs> thought i was your special boy you're still my special little man don't worry (laughs) but uh no when when jim asked me to be on i was i remember like our first maybe not our first episode but it was our first or second and jim jj and i were talking and jim was like don't worry most podcasts die by like episode 12 so you know we just gotta make it past 12 and we were like we'll wait till we get to 100 we were like we're not gonna make it that long and now uh here we are so I also remember that actually. Yeah, we were very. We did. We made it past twelve. We did. We beat <laughs> pretty good. I'm yeah. very pleased that y'all did because I came in at like episode sixty something. There you go. Wow. <laughs> I just I just looked it up like uh, a couple days ago because you were wondering how long you've been on. Yeah. And I'm like, I was like, oh. how many? I'm like, episodes when did you come on? Because like, um, it was sixty three. Wow. I was on a few before that, so... Yes. Multiple generations of Talking Tauntauns and Star Wars fans. All the generations fans. are here. We're all here. Yes. We will, <laughs> we will pass it on to our children. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Jim's Jim's <laughs> daughter and my son and... Um, my cat. <laughs> yeah. No, the no, Nicole and Connor can then become the Jim of the podcast. Yeah, well... <laughs> oh, my God. We will oh, they're in trouble. Sort of Wait a sort of sec, sword-like yeah. creature. <laughs> we're we're in trouble, man. <laughs> if this is left in our hands, oh god, oh, we'd fall so, apart. So it's stayed a Star Wars podcast, but each episode we just break down their outfits, mm-hmm. and it's awesome. Actually, that would it's be really fashion fun. Now. <laughs> yes. That'd be great. I'm in. I'm ready. We talk about hair and their outfits. Oh lord, and nothing else. And again, costume design. I would do that. That actually yeah, sounds fun. Yeah, I would fun. do that. I literally have a, you guys can't really see it right now, but I have a sweatshirt that's the Obi-Wan Mullet Fan Club. That's amazing. <laughs> Isn't that great? That rules. Yeah, I was like, mm-hmm, that's for me. Um, so yeah, I'm very invested in the hair of Star Wars, apparently. 
That's so cool. <laughs> I'd like it, to point is... out. Uh, I, I wanted I wanted to point out that Connor was so dedicated to coming on the show that he is currently sitting in his parents' garage. Um, because I can see the, the car garage. behind him. <laughs> and the motion light also just went out. Yeah, oh, I noticed that is. too. There you go, there he is. <laughs> yeah, for uh, the people at home, I uh, recently, my, my lease ended on Friday, and my new lease doesn't start till May 1st, so I am, for one month, a Ramona resident living with my parents, and I am two days in and loving it. It's Welcome nice. home, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Are you yeah. in the You're basement? back with your parents. You're back with us. It's just, just I, I, I think one of these things is a regression. One of these things is a reward. I'll let you guys decide which is which. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's crazy that we started this podcast uh, about three and a half years ago, back in October of 2018. And September, it was very, actually. What's that? September, actually. September 25th. Um, if I recall correctly, the the post on the website says October first. But regardless, it was a long time ago, and it started off pretty sporadic. We were posting around like every three weeks to four weeks. Sometimes we would go a lot longer, sometimes shorter. Um, we've done uh, a name change. We have a wonderful new uh, co-host with us. Um, Connor still guests all the time, and I don't remember when it was. I think it was the Mandalorian season one that we finally were like, "Hey, we should just try to have this come out every week," uh, and we've done a pretty good job of making that happen since we decided to do that. We've talked to a lot of creators in Star Wars. Um, we've had some great interviews, some great guests. We've talked about the films, comics, video games, our experiences in Galaxy's Edge. We've looked at old um, Legends content like Tartakovsky's Clone Wars, uh, Legends books. We started a Star Wars book club. We've looked at fan films, animated series, live action series. We've kind of done it all over the last uh, three plus years here. It's really cool looking back i'm just like yeah. browsing through all of the episodes and we've covered some really cool stuff question I'm, what was the original name star wars very poor taste very original based off of uh that's yeah i like talking tauntauns guys good job yeah, yeah. <laughs> well before aipt was strictly aipt it started off like 10 years ago as adventures in poor taste and then mm -hmm. rebranded just to aipt um, but yeah talking tauntauns is an infinitely better name <laughs> and i think if i recall correctly when we were first coming up with name ideas, I pitched like nine pod racing puns. I was that like, okay, right. what if it's this is podcasting? Fine. What if it's the Boonta Eve classic podcasting? <laughs> like just all of them was, okay, If like what if we just do podcasting on Malastare? <laughs> so we had no, See, this is Star the problem. Because if I were involved... <laughs> The name absolutely would have been "This Is Podcasting." Like I, like if I, know, I were, around, I don't know if that's an actual podcast or like the tagline say, of somebody's podcast. I, yeah, somebody's got to take it. It's absolutely a tagline of somebody's podcast. It's got to be a podcast too. It's because gotta be. it's, it's not a very good pun, <laughs> but, no. but it is. I want but it. it. Is. Yeah, exactly. It's like <laughs> it's like it it's bad, though. but it's it's also yeah. amazing. Uh, it's, I absolutely I love it. I remember we like had. 
Star Wars in poor taste. And after a little while, we weren't gaining the traction that we wanted. And I felt the name, and you guys agreed with me, the name felt like a, like a negative connotation for the show. Yeah. And that's not what we were, nor did it, was it what we wanted to present ourselves as. And so that's yeah, why... It's uh, never been like that. Yeah. And so we wanted to completely rebrand the show. Um, same content, but better... Uh, better name <laughs> and so uh i i, I yeah I, I came up with a bunch i know you guys came up with a bunch and uh we we landed on uh the talking tauntauns because i love alliteration i was gonna say we're the alliteration boys we just love some good alliteration um and now because of that i <clears throat> i uh stop and look at all tauntauns related merchandise me too and i just i'm like i should probably get this <laughs> yep i got my boy right here Nice. Yeah. I still I the that. uh I was gonna say Jim sent sent me a magnet that is now it sits on my uh my comic cabinet and it it's the it's what signifies my Star Wars drawers, the the one with the Tauntaun magnet on it. Aw. It's on my fridge. It's on my I fridge. Think, I think that is a perfect segue to a giveaway. Oh there I didn't even know we had one. Go on. Yes. Then. We have I hope a giveaway. He uh, loves a well, good segue. Yeah, I love a good segue. Um it's a segue to a giveaway, a seg I've never, I've never ridden on a Segway, but I guess they're cool. Yes. So we have a giveaway, and we are going to give away one of those Regal Robot Tauntaun uh, little magnet sculptures. About, I'd say it fits in the palm of your hand. It's not small, but it's not like ginormous either. Uh, but it is absolutely fantastic. Um, I think it's Hans Tauntaun. I think because so, they, yeah. Because they specifically released um, the other Tauntaun at one of their um, convention exclusives. And so I know it's, it is it is one of those specific ones. Um, but wanted to give it away to one of our fans. And so um, I'd say we give a, uh, till May the 4th, give uh, everybody a solid month to uh, enter if they like. Um, and you can enter by sending us a DM on Twitter or an email. Uh, our Twitter is at Talkin' Tauntauns. Our email is TalkinTauntauns at AIPTcomics.com. Um, and all you need to do is, I would say, send in, I'd like to enter for a Tauntaun, um, 100th episode. Uh, that's really long. Um, how about you just uh, title make it? Make like, it longer. <laughs> just, just make it 100th episode giveaway. 100th episode giveaway. Uh, and I would put in your mailing address into the message so that I don't need to find out where you are if you were to be winning. Um, that would make things a lot easier for me. So there. 100th episode giveaway at Twitter, our Twitter DM, or our email. I hope Tom Spina wins. be very funny to me. <laughs> He's like, hey, I designed this thing, and now it's being sent to me. I would he just adds it back. Like Adds it back into his stock. Yeah, just takes it, like just picks it up and brings it home, and that's it. Um, also, I want to point out that uh, I I too wanted to find out whose tauntaun it was, and I do. It, it might be Hans, I don't know, but I did cut it open and smell it, and it doesn't smell any different. So, inconclusive. Thanks for doing the science, though. I appreciate yeah. that. I'm I I'm if nothing but dedicated to the craft of science. <laughs> oh. I will tell you what I was trying to think about what my first episode was, and I can't 
remember <laughs> which one it was. Um, I don't know if it was trivia or if it was the Phantom Menace or I don't. It was what before was it? trivia. It was before the right. Phantom Menace. What I was don't... it? What was I doing? I, the first, <laughs> your first hosting, your first guest. 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 Yeah, I. I'm trying to think. I for for some reason I thought it was trivia. It had to be. I think it was. Oh, it was no. It was before that. It was uh, Resistance Reborn. Oh, that makes. Oh, sense. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was back yeah. before I would read the books. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> You've come a long way, buddy. The show Tauntauns context. We, we welcome our first honorary Tauntaun, Nicole, on this episode of Talking Tauntauns. Wow! Look at me go. So that was what number episode- was that, Jim? Um, well, it doesn't say age for some reason. I love our server. (laughs) (laughs) I just remember that was a really good one. And then you were kind enough to ask me back to do trivia. And I absolutely bit it. I ate it. It was atrocious. It was a bad day for me. But like this is before (laughs) I had really gotten into the books before I had seen Clone Wars. Like there's a lot of Star Wars that I had not consumed at that point. And I feel confident that if we did trivia again, I'd do better. But I embarrassed myself in front of Holly, I believe. And I was like, I'm going to go away. Like I'm going to leave forever. Episode (laughs) 18. Great. You just threw the gauntlet down, pal. I think that means we're going to have to do another trivia episode. Listen, you know what? Yeah, I'm okay with that. I feel like I'll do better. Okay. I remember the trivia episode with uh, David Brooke, the uh, managing editor at AAPT or or whatever his title is, the review legend, the man himself. Um, He had, when he did trivia with us, he had like just reviewed this uh, like collection of Star Wars comic strips. Not even like the Marvel comics, but like the Sunday comic strips. I remember this. And he had like 10 trivia questions based off that. Yeah. And it was like, dude, no one is reading that but you. I knew what most of them were. I was going to say, but I think Jim got a couple of them right. (laughs) I'll tell you Um, what. I'll I'll let you in on a secret. All the questions I'm bringing are going to be about Christmas and the stars. (laughs) Every single one. (laughs) Oh. I remember no. what do you get a Wookiee for Christmas when he doesn't when he already, already has own, a when, comb. He already, when he already owns a comb? So good. <laughs> it's so stupid. Yeah. Uh, the trivia stuff's always fun. It's always a win. It was, yeah. You know what else is fun? I saw my friend last night at my buddy's house for night one of WrestleMania. Night two's tonight, yeah. going back. Can't wait. But uh, a friend of mine knows that I'm a huge Star Wars fan, and he works for a video game publisher that I'm not going to mention, and he brought me this. Oh. Ooh. The Skywalker Saga of Lego Star Wars, which How doesn't fun. come out until the 5th, and we are recording on the 3rd. Look at you. I don't think I've you ever bitch. looked forward to a Lego Star Wars game before, let alone I can't as much wait. as I'm looking forward to this one. Yeah, they, the other versions were so fun. They are not made for gamers. They are made for really the ungamers, like people like me who just want to have fun and play the game. And it, they are super. Really... They're they're super fun. Like I've <laughs> I've played them. I've played them all. Sorry, if people can't see me at home, but I have to violently wave my arms to get the light back on. There it is. 
Um, but no, they are they are super super fun games. They just like I was always just like yeah whatever I'll I'll buy them when they're like five bucks and I'll play them for an afternoon and never think about it again. But this one has been like. Not only does it look like the best Lego Star Wars game, it's like, this kind of looks like the best Star Wars game we've gotten mm. in decades. We've also been talking about it since, like, episode one. Yeah, <laughs> we've been talking about it for about four years now. Yeah, this It thing, looks really fun. This got delayed a lot. Um, but, man, I remember the first... I don't remember where or when we got our first look at this, but I remember seeing the trailer, and there were so many moments that I was like, this this is going to be amazing and they're always really fun and the fact that this covers every film um yeah i cannot wait to play this i'm super busy today once the podcast is over i'm i immediately have to go do uh more stuff and then i have wrestlemania tonight but tomorrow i don't start work until 11 on monday so tomorrow morning me and this guy you don't start work until 11 on mondays that's good to know just just one day we're uh, recording just... mondays now oh boy <laughs> Texting nonstop I, I starting will at 8 a.m. I will be working. I will 100% be working on Monday morning. Um, I work with mainly people in the UK, so most of my day happens before noon. Um, yeah, so <laughs> that's fun. But yeah, I right now I'm streaming. Why does the UK um, get up so early? You know Ba-dum. what? It, it has something to do with hemisphere nonsense. I don't know. I can't make a joke. I the bre- their breakfast is good. Their breakfast is good. So they wake up for the breakfast, I guess. But um, if the earth is flat. Oh boy. Uh let's do it. <laughs> Gulf streams and chemtrails and whatnot, delineating and the timeline and you know, it's fine. It's they're British. They do it. I don't know. Um but I'm currently streaming banjo kazooie right now and i have one stream left of that game and then next my plan is to move into lego star wars nice Um, that's a great plan i think it'll be really delightful to stream that game so you just help me with my next plan (laughs) i just love that it took it took lego star wars to finally get a like fully fledged open world Star Wars game set in the movies. Like obviously we have Jedi Fallen Order, which is open world esque. Um, but like this is like no, like you can run around as Luke Skywalker and go wherever you want. Like awesome, that's amazing. Um, yeah, it'll be cool. Can't wait, can't wait. Um, we should probably get to some of the stuff that we planned today. We're doing the retrospective, yeah, was, my dude. This us, is we're it. We're in it. Well, well, I know, but but we have forty <laughs> minutes left, and I think one of the things we plan to do uh, will take a substantial amount of that time, and we can reminisce at any point during this. I just think we should at least get the film rankings done. Okay, let's share our rankings, my guys. I am Connor. a little disappointed that we are doing this before we redo. The Rise of Skywalker, because that yeah, could yes. impact my ranking. Because right now, it won't for me. Uh, yeah, well, right now it's pretty well set, or I know exactly where it's going. But I don't know, like rewatching it, rewatching Solo did adjust my ranking of that one, and like, Ho- like the Phantom the Menace. Re- yes, yes, definitely. Like, uh, it, love that film. Like, it, it, the problem is, is that you have like a set of like all of these movies are great some are a little greater than the others like and then these movies are not as great as the other ones it's not like mm. star trek where you could easily go yeah that one's terrible <laughs> and that one's terrible and that one's terrible and just kind of weed out half of them 
<laughs> yeah, I, I think there should be a preface to this that, for me at least, I, I won't speak for all of us, but I don't dislike any of these movies. Like, yeah, me too. I'm I'm one of those people that if you say let's watch Star Wars, I don't go, whoa, which one? I'm just mm-hmm. like, yeah, mm-hmm. sure, whichever one you want to turn on. They're all, I love them all. I just love some more than others. Yeah, um, I, I, I feel the exact same way. And also my ranking is very much my favorites and not necessarily best to worst. Like, it's, it's, quality is one of the things I'm looking at when I'm ranking these. Not the only thing. Storytelling, quality, you know, execution. Those are elements of my ranking, but not the only elements you know what this, i mean this is so Nicole, if they uh, have an execution it's pre- how well it's executed my guy how, how, how well, well the they execute exec- the uh the, the exec- correct the execution right. right. how well they execute the execution that's why revenge of the sith <laughs> is number one right no. jack of the Claws is number two <laughs> the last uh, jedi wanna... almost had an execution they do have executioners yeah, they, do. they do um how do we want to do this do we want to just go one by one by one each person do like from eleven yeah. to one, one by one by one. Yeah, I, I say why not? Sure. All right, you're our guest. Otherwise, Connor. it'd get really confusing. It'd get <laughs> yeah. so confusing. Like, here's our definitive <laughs> rankings and why. Go on. Let me defend them. Um, all right. Yes. Well, I'll keep it quick with the first one. Um, number eleven for me is Attack of the Clones. Uh, oh, oh you're think... starting at the you're starting at the you're bottom. starting at the bottom. Oh yeah, I want to work my way up to get oh, to okay. the top. No, I'm, I'm going to do the other way, but that's fine. <laughs> uh, I'll make it really, really quick. Uh, Attack of the Clones, I think, is, uh, I would say, like, two-thirds a good movie. The opening the opening 20 minutes is, maybe not two-thirds, but, like, maybe a third of it is a very good movie. The opening 20 minutes is awesome. It's a great chase scene. And, obviously, the ending battle sequence is great. And everything between Obi-Wan and, and Django and Kamino is wonderful. Uh, but then the rest of the movie about the, the love story is just bad. We talked about it when we did the yeah. review. It's just so uncomfortable. Um, so again, I'd I like mean, to point out. I'd like to point out this is Connor being quick. He's still on yeah. his first one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I'm almost done. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's just it's 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 great for the memes. Great for the memories. Has amazing fight scenes. But uh, overall, it's just a dull, hard to get through movie. Um, I love it, but I don't love it as much as any of the other Star Wars movies. So number eleven, Attack of the Clones for me. And keep going, my guy. Keep You're going, going through your it. whole ranking. Oh, we're going through the whole ranking. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. We're doing, yeah, go for it. My bad. Uh, number 10, The Phantom Menace. Uh, again, it has its moments. The pod racing scene is obviously, like, my absolute favorite of all the prequels. Um, but, we're going to you know, fight. I don't have, I actually <laughs> don't have, from everything else up, I don't have that much negative to say. It's more of just like, oh, no, I just like the other ones more. Um but you know, and also the Phantom Menace deals too much with politics. Like, once you like try to dive into like, okay, what's actually being put into place here? You realize like, this is supposed to be a kids movie, yet is all about trade disputes and a trade embargo launching a civil war or a galactic civil war that is also like being manipulated by this this evil human. So yeah, that's a tricky movie. Um, number nine. Uh, I'm gonna get yelled at by a lot of people for this one. Uh, Revenge of the Sith. I uh, again, it's a good, it's yeah, it's a good movie. It's a Go good on. movie, but there's so many. I'm I'm getting glared at. <laughs> JJ is going to fall into his computer. Um, yeah, I just 
I, I, it's not for story reasons that I dislike. It's just every time I watch it, I'm like, God, I wish somebody had told George Lucas, you know, like not everything on screen needs to be CGI'd. Um, but again, there are so many phenomenal moments in the movie that I don't dislike it. It's just, I, I think it's just a lesson in like, just cause you can, doesn't mean you should, especially when it comes to computer generating things. Um, but also it's, it's a very, very good movie. I just think also that the, the turn from Anakin to Darth Vader is, uh, very sudden in that movie too. Um, still good. Uh, number eight, uh, the rise of Skywalker. Um, it's weird. I have weird feelings about this movie. I think as if it were its own movie, not connected to any other movies, it'd be fine. But as a finale, it like just doesn't really nail it. I still cry every time I watch it. Um, so there's that gets me right in the feels, but I feel like they, they wrote it to simply make fans happy. And I think that's very apparent in the movie. So I like it, but it's uh, it's it's one of those movies that I always tell people, I'm like, I love it. I think it's a great time. I would never call it a good movie because um, it has so many glaring holes and it's rushed and it's just – it's disappointing, but I still love it. Um, number seven, Return of the Jedi. Uh, the reason this is so low has obviously amazing scenes, iconic. Uh, however, I cannot stand the fact that the Empire was defeated by Ewoks and the Ewoks were included uh, to sell toys. Uh George Lucas uh, obviously made bank off of that, but I just think it's a really anticlimactic way to end the Galactic Civil War or start to end it. If if you've read the the Expanding Universe stuff and you realize that the war didn't end there, um, Connor Schmidt's gonna get cut out eventually. Yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna. It's, gonna <laughs> it's, a contra- it's controversial. It's controversial. Mine, mine is um, just as controversial, so I'm gonna shut up. Go ahead. And I know this wasn't added until the special editions, but the music number off the top is, it's it's cool, but it's so out of place. Like the the music number in, in Jabba's palace, just like oh what just happened. Um, so again, I like it, but it's just there's too much weirdness in that movie for me to really love it. Uh, number six, The Last Jedi. The Last Jedi is a movie that I start to enjoy more and more each time I watch it. But the scenes that I don't like in that movie, I start to dislike more. Um, it's just the scenes that I do like, I start to like a lot more. I think The Last Jedi has one of the best lightsaber duels in Star Wars um, when Kylo and Rey take down Snoke's guards. I think that's a wonderful scene. Um, and really, anytime uh, Rey and Kylo and, and um, Luke are interacting is amazing. Like they have such incredible on on screen chemistry, and it, it's just gripping scenes. But then I think the Canto bite stuff kind of like slows the movie down quite a bit. Um, yeah, and and I think it just it has a little bit of pacing problems. But otherwise, I think it's it's a movie that it will get better and better with time. Number five, uh, Solo. It's not a Talking Tauntauns episode if we don't talk lovingly about Solo. Uh, Solo did not get the love it deserved in the theaters or by anybody it is everyone i know who has watched it who missed it when it came out in theaters has been like i can't believe i didn't see that that movie was awesome it's like yeah it's in, it's like one of the best star wars movies it's all, it's super fun alden einreich like slips into han solo so quickly um phoebe waller bridge as uh l3 is like a scene a scene stealer um and also i mean Talish gambino um donald glover as lando is perfect casting so Solo is just wonderful. Um, I don't have. I have nothing bad to say about Solo. Number four, The Force Awakens. I know. I know it's just a rehash of A New Hope, but it's a really, really entertaining and really good rehash of A New Hope. Um, 
and it like uh, even though the Skywalker saga or the Rise of Skywalker kind of like fundle, fumbled the ending of the sequel trilogy, The Force Awakens kicked it off so so well, introduced so many great new characters that we still love today. Um, it's a movie that I think is like endlessly rewatchable. Um, and it's crazy entertaining. And I mean, Han Solo, spoiler, Han Solo's death scene still gets me every time. Um, it's phenomenal. Uh, number three, and this is where I'm going to get passionate. Rogue One. Rogue One is the best movie to come, Star Wars movie to come out since Empire Strikes Back. And I hate it when people talk bad about it. It is such, it's not just a good Star Wars movie. It's a phenomenal movie. Uh, it is, first of all, the first Star Wars movie that is a full-blown war story it's it's nothing yes like this is about the grunts on the front line and what how the war really got going and you don't have to worry about being tied to the characters because you pretty much know from the beginning like hey they're all gonna die probably um and it just rolls so effortlessly into the original film so perfectly if you watch them back to back it's just i mean it's what i what i've described as the the prequel film we all wanted um fantastic fantastic movie um number two empire strikes back i think this is you know one or two for a lot of people empire strikes back is uh, i mean just incredible what can you say about it um high stakes drama it's you know a long chase scene but a really good chase scene um and has you know the most iconic line in film history no i'm your father so just the best the best and then number one my favorite movie of all time, Star Wars, also known as A New Hope. Uh, I mean, I have seen this movie close to 100 times. I laugh like a schoolboy every time I see it. I grin like an idiot. It is my favorite movie. I think people underestimate how f- funny it is. Like, there are so many incredible jokes. in the, the prison break scene on the Death Star, I think, is like legitimately one of the funniest movie scenes ever. Like, I agree with you. The, the I, I know I've talked about it on the show before, but something I didn't catch till I was older is when Han yells, oh, no, he's loose. He's yelling that about Chewie as he's throwing a blaster to him. <laughs> so he goes, oh, no, he's loose and throws him a gun. Um, just everything about that movie. It, it, I mean, it's iconic for a reason. It is it is still holds up, you know, 50 years later. It's just a perfect movie. I have no complaints. I love it so much. I'm probably going to watch it today. It's phenomenal. Um, and then for those wondering, uh, uh, Star Wars Clone Wars is number 12 because that movie doesn't count. <laughs> right. And I do agree. There. Time. How fast good was that? Good job, buddy. That was like 10 minutes. I think your good box gave up holding you up. <laughs> that was really pretty did. good. That was pretty good. Uh, yeah, that's pretty quick. I, I think you did a really nice job of going through those quickly and making your points. Yeah. Um, that Your points about Rogue One, um, I, I talked a lot about that on the episode we covered Rogue One, about the type of film it is and how it's really the only Star Wars film that drills down into the fact that it's about war. And I couldn't agree more. Uh, I absolutely love that film. That's why I'm yeah. so, so excited for Andor. So nice job, buddy. Uh Nicole, Jim, either of you want to go next? I'll go next. I'll go next because I'm controversial as hell and I want to get it over with. I'm going to start from the top. Everyone knows what I'm about to say. I'm going to say it anyway. Number one's The Phantom Menace. Cue the booze. That's fine. I don't Everyone care. here knows you and knows that's your uh, choice. Yeah. You're, you're safe here. I <laughs> wrote an entire article about why. So I'm not going to really get into it. Um, it's art. It's high art. I'll fight you. Um, I love Phantom Menace. Okay. Art, ever heard of it? 
like for real though no um i think the best the best duel in all of star wars duel the fates is also the perfect soundtrack to that duel dave filoni explains it perfectly go listen to him talk about it darth maul okay it's fun that movie's fun i fight me okay it's also the first star wars movie i ever saw so very important to me two and three i went back and forth several times but i landed on number two being the last jedi cue the booze again i don't care i think it's great we just talked about it you could go listen to our episode about it and there i will describe why i love it so very much i won't repeat myself because i won't (laughs) um three rogue one for the exact same reasons Connor just said. Great. This is a Rogue One podcast now. This is a Rogue One fan cast. What's up? Um, For Return of the Jedi. I love it. I don't care. I like the Ewoks. I, I think it's iconic. I think it's solid as hell. I think it's endlessly rewatchable. There's so much going on. Leia has some of her best character moments in this movie. I Just really good. All around. Five, Revenge of the Sith. Is everyone mad yet? <laughs> I'm going to keep going. Um, Revenge of the Sith is amazing. It really is. That's number five for me. Um, we've talked about it ad nauseum. I think, I think it's a great end to the prequels. I think for a lot of people, if you even hate, if you, even if you hate the prequels, you like that movie. Uh, it's just, it's solid all around. Six is Empire. Because that's where it goes. I don't, I can't explain to you why, but that's where it goes for me. I like the movie. I see all these redeeming qualities of it. It is not fun for me to watch. So even though it's objectively a good movie, again, we've talked about this recently, I, I, I don't enjoy watching it as much as the other ones I've just mentioned. I don't go to it over and over and over again. Yeah, it's great. I'm tired of talking about how great it is. That's that's where I'm at with that. Um, Seven's a new hope. Yes, it's all the way down there. Um, I love how much you love it, Connor. And like you almost made me want to change the rankings a little bit. Shut up, JJ. <laughs> um, it's got a ton of flaws and a lot of the continuity issues come from this movie. Is it still delightful as hell? Yes, of course it is. It is so much fun to watch. I, I love this Obi-Wan, but like, I hate watching Obi-Wan like die. So that that's difficult for me, but yeah, it's fun. It's funny. It's a great movie. Unfortunately, it's like right in the middle for me. Um, I just love other movies more. That's just how that, that shook out. Um, Eight is The Force Awakens, probably because it's just not as good A New Hope. So it comes right after A New Hope. Um, Nine is Solo. Not because I don't love it. I love all of these movies. I just, again, like the other ones more. And we've talked about how Team Solo we are. Um, But yeah, I, I love it. It's just this is where it fell for me. Attack of the Clones is number 10, similarly. Um... There's too much bad to say about that movie. But like you said, the beginning and the end, A+. If I could just watch that last battle scene with, you know, our our little, like, animal friends and, you know, Obi-Wan, you know, seeing Padme and Anakin be dragged into, like, the Coliseum and he's like, what the hell are you doing here? And <laughs> Anakin's like, coming to rescue you, Master. And he just goes, 
good job. It's like my favorite joke ever. I laugh still to this day thinking about it. I think it's great. But alas, it's number 10 because of everything else. Because of the rest of it. Um, and 11, I have Rise of Skywalker because I've only watched it once and I haven't had the guts to watch it again. I saw five minutes of it yesterday and was like, I should rewatch that. And I will. But it was too disappointing for, like, for me to call it a favorite. It's definitely my least favorite. Maybe on a rewatch, this will all change. It is very possible that it will skyrocket in through my rankings um, after I rewatch it. But I just haven't been compelled to rewatch it again. And that's why it's at the bottom of my list. It's... It's funny. First of all, very controversial, as promised. Um, mm-hmm. But as you were talking about Attack of the Clones again, I remembered that every time I watch it, for the first like twenty minutes, I'm always like, "Why am I so harsh on this movie? This movie's mm-hmm. great. Like this opening's wonderful." And then after the opening chase, I'm like, "Oh yeah, that's why I'm harsh on this that's movie." Why, <laughs> yeah, that's why. It's like it just hurts my brain every time I watch it. Right. But I know people who that's their favorite movie, and I'm like, people good for it. you. Like, go on. I love that for you. Honestly, um, just I think mine. the only the only quote unquote wrong rankings are the people who go, well, I only rank six of them because to me, there's only six Star Wars movies. Fine, right. you suck. Yeah, a little bit. Other than that, there are no wrong rankings. Right. All right, <laughs> it's my turn. I only Except rank six of them. <laughs> um. <laughs> and guess what none of them are the trilogy movies <laughs> <laughs> number one The Last Jedi I sincerely love this movie I loved rewatching it it is absolutely gorgeous I love Luke where he is in it because I feel for him um, and I, I love everything that's there It's uh, we did ha- we talked about it We I had my problems with it but still didn't take away from me loving it uh, number two was my old number one uh, before The Last Jedi came out, uh, Return of the Jedi, and almost entirely hinges on the very end of that movie of Luke with Vader. Like that, like the, the interaction of Luke and Vader and Palpatine and the very end where Luke's taking off his helmet, there could be complete garbage before that part, and that entire scene will save it for me, mostly because that's I grew up with that movie. Like that, 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 that is entirely nostalgia. Um, putting it in number two place. So, um, I don't really care. Uh, number three would not have been number three before I rewatched. So this one did get moved up, and that is The Empire Strikes Back. I did like it a lot more than I used to. I, growing up, I, I just did not like Empire. It's not. It did not. It was not written for like a kid movie it's more of an adult movie like the the first first and the third movies blew things up this one it's just it's a lot slower um a lot less a uh, lot less uh big booms um but it has atats it has tauntauns and so it's it's number three anything with tauntauns gets a gets a, a bump uh rogue the one only movie with tauntauns i believe the, it is the right. only one <laughs> uh rogue one is my number four that movie is really good. I did really enjoy it. Um, uh, Revenge of the Sith is number five. Then we have the original Star Wars down at number six. And that's mostly because it's just not as fun as the other ones. It does have problems. It is uh, a good movie, but it's probably one that I've seen so much it kind of wears down. It's like when you listen to a song over and over and over again, eventually you don't want to listen to that song anymore. Um, 
Like anything that's played on the radio, I tend to like uh, skip past. Uh, then I have Solo at number seven, which I did really enjoy. That one got moved up on my list. Um, but these are all still like in my good category. I have, t I have literally a line on my paper that goes, everything above this line is good. Everything below this line, I could do without. Uh, number eight is episode one. And number nine is episode seven at the bottom of my above line category. Seven, I did really enjoy it on our rewatch, and I really enjoyed it when it first came out. Um, but it still is, it's a lot weaker than the other movies. And um, it, like, it's an enjoyable movie, I still liked it, but it's better than the bottom three on my list. Um, so at number 11 is episode two. Uh, as you guys said, it's for me, it's not that it's a bad movie. It's not that it's not enjoyable. It's just boring. Like I, I like what you're right. Once you get past that beginning part, I love everything with Obi-Wan on Kamino. Love it. Absolutely love it. But it's like, it's just a slow movie. And it's, um, I, I you find yourself scrolling a lot. Like, yeah, what's going on on the internet? Cause this movie is not keeping my attention. Number 11, the Clone Wars movie, because that shouldn't have been a thing. <laughs> you mean that collection and, of four episodes that they released theatrically? <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, which is yeah, not a movie. Um, and yet it still ranks above my number 12th entry, which is the only movie I've ever walked out, any only Star Wars movie that I've ever walked out angry at. That's The Rise of Skywalker. And like we said, I've only watched it once. I've only watched it in the theater. We're going to do our rewatch probably within the next month. Um, which I'm moderately looking forward to, um, <laughs> because it's I do need to rewatch it. It just I I I think a lot of the decisions that were made in that movie I've come to grips with now, and so that won't hinder my appreciation of the movie. Hopefully, so but we'll see. Well, I knew JJ. Um, Good list. I do one thing about the slowness of Attack of the Clones that I remember is I remember when we did the rewatch, I made notes of every cut like every time they cut to a new scene there is not a scene in that movie that is longer than like two minutes every single scene oh is God. so short they do like 15 seconds and then they cut across the galaxy and then they do 30 seconds and cut across the galaxy it is for a movie that is so slowly paced it has so <laughs> many cuts it's insane anyway sorry jj it's all, an editor's all nightmare it has to be it, it's like cool, that man. scene of bohemian rhapsody it's rough <laughs> <laughs> George Lucas is the editor. That, that that was his initial job. Like that's where he came into movie making was as an editor. I will well, I was I will say to George because I know he's listening. I will say to right. George what I I would say to, about all of the movies after Empire, which is too much, do less. Which George? Yeah. Like who who who? What George do you think's listening? All the Georges. <laughs> Oh, every George, listen. Editing, Curious. editing is important. <laughs> editing is important. It's like every time I watch, and and I mean this in in the way of like trimming stuff down, taking stuff out. It's like when I watch Master Chef, for example, and uh, the Gordon Ramsay in particular is like, you need to learn editing because there's too much on the plate. That's literally like how I feel about George Lucas. Simple, yeah. <laughs> Period. That's how I feel about George Lucas. End of sentence. Go on, JJ. Let's let's hear it. All right. Um, number one. We doing top down or bottom up? He's starting at the top. You guys all did, except for Connor, top down, yeah, right? Connor's broken. Um, yeah. What's up? 
That's me. Bottom. I'll start now he's here. The, I'll start from the top as well. That's where I was planning on starting. Um, the Empire Strikes Back. I think it is, you know, the the ultimate Star Wars film. Um, it really is so iconic for so many reasons. You know, the 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 Vader Luke moments. Um, Luke's training with Yoda. Uh, the first like um, big military engagement between the Alliance and um, the Empire. Whereas in A New Hope, we just kind of had that, you know, um, like, surprise attack, that strafing run. But we saw elements of, like, ground forces, air forces, the space battle. Uh, This movie is, like, Leia and Han steal the show with their acting. Um, It's just, like, start to finish, there's so many amazing moments. Um, There's just so much to love here. And at the end, you're just, like every time like blown away by it and you feel like i kind of feel like i feel like luke and leia looking into that like galaxy or nebula or whatever the thing is that's never been explained like it's just this feeling of wonder like i can't believe what's like what could happen next and that movie still makes me feel that this way like you know 30 however many years later or however long it's been since i first saw it um 40 i I love it (laughs) Uh, next for me is a new hope. Uh, you know, it's where it all started. Uh, I'm with Connor. I think this movie is hilarious. The tone is very different from, uh, the empire strikes back and it's just, it's so, so funny. I still laugh at it. I can recite the movie line by line, but it still makes me laugh hard every time. And you just have, you know, the introduction to all this majesty and wonder, that is Star Wars, um, and I still get so excited every time I start it up. Um, number three, Return of the Jedi. Uh, I love the space battle. It's my favorite space battle, I think, in all of Star Wars, with um, Rogue Ones being a very close second. Uh, we have Luke and Invaders scenes together at the end which are some of my favorite scenes in all of star wars it's like the ultimate like this is what it means to be a jedi luke like realizing that and facing his destiny with without fear it's just like one of my favorite moments in all of star wars uh and finally seeing the redemption of anakin skywalker you can't beat it um four revenge of the sith uh i think it's the best film of the uh prequel trilogy it's so so sad um the acting is really really good you have arguably the greatest lightsaber duel of all time uh and it's just a heartbreaking film like it still makes me really sad every time i watch it uh it starts off with like one of the best opening sequences in all of star wars and yeah love it um number five solo a star wars story so this this film does not need to exist, um, but it does. And the story they tell is not like pivotal to Star Wars, but it's just so much fun. Uh, I think this is like one of the most fun Star Wars movies to watch. Uh, I love the actors. I, I think this movie is criminally underrated and got the worst treatment that it did not deserve because of the timing of when it was released and because of the backlash the franchise was still seeing from the last jedi at the time um i love this movie i love the actors i thought 
I think they all deserve another chance, and I'm hoping we get to see that with Donald Glover in um, his his Lando Calrissian series. We haven't really heard a single thing about that, so I really hope it's still happening. But yeah, I absolutely love this film. It makes me so happy every time I watch it because it's just like a fun adventure flick. Um, and it's just something I use to cheer myself up sometimes when I need it. It's like endlessly rewatchable. Um, Rogue One. As, as Connor said, and as I complimented him on, I, th- I think this film's amazing because it, it gives us a very real look at the war part of Star Wars. Um, it's not pretty. Um, it's like shows the really dark side of this universe when it comes to this conflict. Uh, and it doesn't involve any force users or super powerful beings and crazy... Till the very end. Well, that doesn't count. It has nothing to do with like the main characters um and that's why i love it it's because it's this hugely important piece of history from the skywalker saga that has nothing to do with jedi or sith and that's a big reason why i love it uh and i thought uh felicity jones and um somebody help me out diego luna thank you i thought they killed it um yeah love this movie uh number seven the phantom menace uh, the more I rewatch this, the more I like it. And I should I should note that I'm still at the point in my rankings where uh, I consider all these great movies. Um, the more I come back to The Phantom Menace, the more I like it. Nicole, you've, you've been helpful with that. Um, but I feel like the more I examine it, the more I find to enjoy with this film. I'm happy uh, I could be part of that. That is my brand, and <laughs> I'm successful, and that's all. Go on. Uh, number eight, Attack of the Clones. Uh, as Connor said, like the first like third to half of this movie, it's awesome. It's a lot of good stuff here. Uh, but the love story, like we don't need that in this film. I don't think that the majority of Star Star Wars fans wanted it. I know this one didn't. Uh, I would would have much preferred that they focused more on the conflict, uh, and Anakin's development. Uh, as a Jedi, but that's not what we got, and that's okay. I can still, I'll always have this movie uh, is special to me because of seeing Yoda uh, pull out his lightsaber for the first time at midnight in a movie theater with a bunch of other rabid Star Wars fans is one of the coolest Star Wars memories I have because everyone was screaming and on their feet, and it was amazing. Um, The Last Jedi. A lot of credit to Ryan Johnson for uh, completely upending people's expectations and making one of the most visually beautiful Star Wars films in the Skywalker saga. It is, and just plain, uh, just total Star Star Wars films. Uh, the movie is gorgeous. Uh, as I think Connor said, the um, the fight scene with Rey and Kylo against the um, the royal guards in the throne room was unbelievable. Jim and Connor, whatever. Um, yeah, and and killing snoke that was a moment that everyone was like oh holy crap i did not see that coming uh so i think ryan johnson deserves a lot of credit for stepping into a super difficult situation um for a lot of reasons and delivering a film that like completely upended expectations and was utterly stunning visually i strongly disagree with some of the storytelling decisions that he made but I think the larger issue was out of his hands and the fact that Disney greenlit a trilogy and didn't plan it out ahead of time and just started making it without a plan. Um, I have The Force Awakens at number 10. I like 
this movie when I don't think about the the rest of Star Wars. There's a lot of stuff to like here, um, but I get upset when I think about the fact that J.J. Um, Abrams could have done anything and literally anything, and he ripped off A New Hope and just was like, all right, we're going to flip the reset switch again on Star Wars. Um, and I don't think that's entirely his fault because I, I just think it's absolutely insane that Disney had a chance to make three new movies with um, the three, the big three original actors and do anything. And they were just like, yeah, just make a film and we'll, let's just wing it. Let's just wing the most important franchise in uh, history. And I, I will never understand that decision. Um, and last and absolutely least, The Rise of Skywalker. Um, I've only seen it once. I don't know that I ever want to see it again. Uh, the most disappointing and upsetting Star Wars film I've ever seen. Um, I I get angry at J.J. Abrams, but again, I don't know how much of it is his fault. Because Disney allowed him and Ryan Johnson to do two completely different things. So he was screwed no matter what. Um, but I also think that the storytelling in this in this movie is just absolutely horrible. Um, and I really, really, really do not like this film. I think it's the only Star Wars film that I straight up really don't like. Uh, and that is my list. Your your points <laughs> on, on Disney's overall... And we all just turned my rankings. I don't dislike any of the sequel movies. But I wholeheartedly agree how mind-blowingly insane it is that they didn't... After all the success they had had with Marvel, where everything was meticulously planned, they didn't think, hey, we should probably have one person write all three of these movies first... And then let's go forward with it. Um, because that is the biggest problem. I think the trilogy would have been a thousand times better had you just had either Ryan Johnson do all three or have J.J. Abrams do all three. Like, just simply because the vision would have been the same. But what you get instead is you get this first movie that is, like, wild and fun. is a rehash of, of the, the original trilogy. But, you know, it was a fun rehash. And then you have the second movie, which is totally, completely different. It's a fantastic movie. And then you have the third movie, which just feels like J.J. Abrams trying to do anything to make you, the viewer, happy. And in doing so, just pissed almost everybody off. Except for, like, me and 37 other people. It must have been, like, <laughs> the absolute worst position to, been in, to be in. Like, I can't imagine the pressure that he was under. And I, I wouldn't have wanted that job at that point. But if, if I could give the job to one of the two it would be ryan johnson without a second thought and i hated mm -hmm. some of the decisions that he made but he was clearly his vision and storytelling was clearly far superior to jj abrams he definitely had uh like when we talked in the episode he had a up i assume he had a plan for where his story was going and yeah it was one of those like yeah, we're not sure where this is gonna go. So, but it's—I don't know if you guys have ever looked into the like the making of the Rise of Skywalker two, but there's a very troubling and I think hilarious uh, little statement that Daisy Ridley has made that like she was like, "Oh yeah, I didn't, I we didn't know who Ray's like family was gonna be until we were like halfway through shooting, like." They were still like some days. I some days I was told we were gonna make her a Kenobi. Other days I was told she was gonna be an actual Skywalker. Like they didn't. They eventually were like Palpatine. That'll be cool. Like 
So, that sounds about right. Yeah, I still it, you think can tell you can tell in the movie that they yeah yeah no, that sounds right. I still think they should have gone with their idea that she would be Ray Warwick, uh, our um, a Wicket's cousin, and that would dear uh, God officially tie it into the uh, what's what's the 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 magic movie he's in oh, Willow. Thank you. It would officially tie it to the Willow universe. Um, yeah, I, I but again. I, I want to re- reiterate what I said at the top. For me, I like all of these movies. Like, all of them I yeah. want to watch, and, and, and including The Rise of Skywalker. Like, I've, I've seen it seven times. Probably going to watch it again. I, I, what you said, JJ, about The Force Awakens, about how you like it if you just like try to push out the fact that there's any other movies around it, that's how <laughs> I feel about The Rise of Skywalker. If yeah. I go to The Rise of Skywalker and watch it as like, there are no other movies before this, I think it's a somewhat enjoyable movie and it's a lot of fun. But then when you're like, oh, but this is supposed to be the finale of an eight-movie story, that's when you're like, ah, hey, kind of missed a few things here. Um but, you know, I, I, I still enjoy it. Now, um, we're getting into ranking every season of television next, right? Yeah, correct. No. no. Um, <laughs> okay, starting I with the top we, final we season wanna, of Rebels. <laughs> we want to um, have our recommendations, right? Like, that was, we want to end on a high note. So here's yes, like exactly. our uh, recommendations uh, outside of the movies. A palate refresher, if you will. Yes. Yeah, yeah. so, so uh, why don't we all start with just giving our favorite thing from star wars that we would recommend for someone to experience from any part of the franchise i I, my favorite star wars thing and i would put it above all of these movies is the mandalorian Uh, it's not on my list of recommendations because i assume everyone and their mother's already seen it um but yes that so for me i'm gonna go with a more recent star wars story that i finished and i i want to go with the comic because i i i am such a champion of star wars comics but for me, Lost Stars is mm. just a phenomenal. Do you, do you want to explain um, what that is for folks? I think The Mandalorian yes. needs no explanation, but just in case people aren't aware. For those who aren't aware, The Lost Stars is a 2015 uh, Star Wars novel by Claudia Gray. It, leads into, it was part of the Rise or Journey to the Force Awakens uh, line of books, and it follows two kids from the same planet. Um, I'm already forgetting the name of the planet. Um, but it follows them as they enter the Imperial Academy together and how they both get deployed um, in separate parts of the galaxy. But in the meantime, they completely not really fall in love. It's a it's a beautifully executed love story. But uh, one of them becomes disillusioned with the Empire and joins the Rebellion. The other one just leans heavier into her commitment to the Empire. Um, Jalukin, Jaluka, by the way, is the name of the planet they're from, I think. They are... Uh, anyway... If you will, star-crossed lovers. They are star-crossed lovers. Time out. Romeo and Juliet. It's Romeo and Juliet in Star Wars, basically. Jail. Jail. You no, that's jail what that. Lost Stars is called. It's Lost no, Stars know, because they're star-crossed it. lovers. I but, get uh, it, but jail. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying where the name so. came from. Okay. I know. Jail. <laughs> it, right, touches, it touches every major every major event in the original trilogy. Tells it from a different perspective. You get a wonderful perspective of how the Empire reacted internally to the Death Star. And a cool little reminder that, by the way, like millions of people died on the Death Star. And that was something I realized as i was reading i'm like luke skywalker is kind of a mass murderer like yes. he killed cool, millions huh? of people that day um Easy but anyway, there, it's just, <laughs> it is a very 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 good book 
Um, I cried so hard at the end of it because it, it's just, I can't recommend it enough. It's like 700 pages. So it's a very long read, but my God, it's, it's, it is maybe my favorite Star Wars story. It's definitely like my third favorite book of all time. Now I love it. Go read it. Jim. I would, if you just had to tell me one thing, I'd go the last Jedi. But since we already talked about the last Jedi, I will pick my second thing, which is rebels. Absolutely love Rebels. Um, I can't even pick one season of Rebels because they tie in so well with each other that after watching the first couple seasons, it leads in um, to the next couple seasons. And like seasons three and four are slam dunk, like absolutely fantastic. You really feel for these characters. And like it, it is exactly what we needed at the time that we needed it. And it is. Um, I, I wished that we would get more like that. Uh, that's a, I kind of that's why I was kind of disappointed with Resistance and the Bad Batch um, because you do have the animated shows, but they weren't, they didn't have the heart that Rebels had in it. And I, I wish we had more um, more of that. Like that's why people want these characters back. That's why we want the Ahsoka show because we're going to get these characters back because everything in that show was a slam dunk at the time, and they are still fantastic characters and. Um, everything that we're seeing, the Mandalorian stems from this show. Book of Boba Fett stems from this show. It's like they're all um, centered on what they developed there. Yeah. Yeah. I think I've watched it three to four times now. Um, and each time I'm just like, this is to a T perfect Star Wars. The, everything you want in Star Wars, the heart. I think you nailed it. It's the, that's what's missing from the Bad Batch that I could never nail down. It's missing that heart and that soul. And that's what Rebels has. I love it so much. JJ? Um, hmm. I think some of the strongest, I mean, there's so many awesome moments and I don't like making this recommendation. Um, and I think it'll be obvious why, but I'm going to do it anyways. Um, but I think galaxy's edge, just because it's some of like the most joy that I've ever felt as a star Wars fan. Mm -hmm. I, I went there with my best friend, my wife, we spent like nine hours in there and it was just um, it was just something I never thought I would get to experience. They brought to life like so many things that you as a fan, you were like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if you could do this one day? And they did that, like got to build a lightsaber, got to build a droid, got to go have uh, got to go ride the Millennium Falcon and go into lights, go to light speed, got to hang out in um, Doc Onders and got to go have crazy cocktails and see all these characters and just see like something growing up that not as many people as you would hoped as far as like friends and school and stuff were passionate about. And now it's become this huge fandom that so many people get to participate in. And I don't like making the recommendation cause it's so expensive and it's not easily accessible, but it's just when I think about my love of star Wars, like that's some of my favorite memories, uh, spending the day in that park, uh, with my wife and just the fun that we had there. Um, if I have to give a, a, a runner-up that's more accessible for everyone to enjoy, uh, probably Kieran Gillen's uh, Darth Vader Star Wars run. Uh, I think it's like one of the best Star Wars comic runs ever. It gave us Dr. Aphra, and it's just awesome. It's so good. Yeah. And uh, Black Kersantan as well stemmed from, yes. from that run. Um, 
Real quick, I want to say that I have like a list of things that I'm just going to rattle off that I recommend because I don't understand uh, one. I don't know that number. I'm going to give you a bunch. <laughs> Go. Um, but there's there's a reason that I'm spending my 30th birthday in Galaxy's Edge, JJ, and you just you nailed it. Um, spending a lot of money to do that, but I don't care. Okay. My recommendations going down the list. Anything written by Claudia Gray. So, Connor, you already hit it, but um, wow. Master and Apprentice and Leia are also top tier master and apprentice um, is uh next up for me it's so good very excited um the last arc of the clone wars the last four episodes that there is a cut of those those interspersed into revenge of the sith and i need to see it but i think that that's really cool because those things are happening at the same time so someone made a cut of those four episodes and revenge of the uh of the Sith, and I gotta see it. Um, I recommend the Ronto wrap. I recommend Blue Milk, and I recommend the Fuzzy Tauntaun. I also recommend rope dropping and or buying a Lightning Lane Genie Plus reservation for Rise of the Resistance because it's the best thing I've ever seen in my life. Done. Um, also, last thing, if you want merch, Far Far Away Factory. I'm gonna show you this. This is so cute. This is a, a postcard I got in my order from Brooke, who is one of my mutuals on TikTok. We follow each other, and I adore her. Um, she's brilliant. I recommend following her. But uh, Far, Far Away Factory, excellent. I got this sweatshirt from them. It's uh, Obi-Wan Mullet Fan Club on the back. It says hello there. And the other thing I bought is this T-shirt that you guys have to see. It is a minimalist Ahsoka and Maul dual t-shirt. It nice. is the comfiest thing you in the world. It's far, be... far away factory. Far, far away factory. It's a great um, shirt. It's a great shirt. I plan on wearing this on my 30th birthday. Is this birthday, an Etsy life store? Life day. Uh, she has an Etsy store, but she also has a website. Um, and that's where I got the clothes. She has great stickers as well on her Etsy. Oh, uh, yep. Shop. Looking at it now. But... She does have a cool shop. Yeah, it's really, really good stuff. I highly recommend. Um, she's she's good people, so um, I recommend that. And I'll be wearing that T-shirt on my 30th birthday slash life day at Galaxy's Edge because I love it very, very much. I'm done. Uh, I, would, <laughs> I would also like to rattle off a few really quickly. Um, specific arc of Dr. Aphra Volume 1. Go check out uh, Unspeakable Rebel Superweapon. Uh, I believe it's a six or seven issue arc. Probably my favorite of all of Dr. Aphra. It's fantastic. Um, go read A Test of Courage by Justina Ireland. It's part of the High Republic Initiative. It's a middle grade book, um, but it is a really, really heartfelt book about how we all deal with grief. And it's uh, weirdly heartfelt. I love it. Um, go read Greg Pak and Raphael Ianeco's, uh recent Darth Vader run. Um, like JJ said, Kieran Gillen's run kicked it all off back in 2015 with this most recent run. Uh, actually makes some of The Rise of Skywalker make more sense. Um, I'm gonna, which I think I'm gonna is back getting, Connor's take because that comic run is awesome and the artwork phenomenal. Incredible. Yeah, I wrote I wrote a long article for APT about why that book deserves to be nominated for all the Eisners because it is so good um, and it can make you it'll it'll make people's disdain for the Rise of Skywalker sting a little bit less because it at least tries to explain some of the things that happened in that movie. Um, and then, of course, go read all the High Republic Initiative. It's a wonderful publishing initiative. I love those books so, 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 so very much. Um, and then, obviously, to, to piggyback on Rebels, I, I everyone should watch Rebels, but also read the the comic book um, Kanan, The Last Padawan. Um, gives a really good origin story to Kanan, um, part of which gets uh, 
retconned by the Bad Batch, which I didn't love. Um, but it's a really, really good story and also ties a lot into Order 66 and really what what happened. So, um, yeah, those are some, some, some quick wrecks from me. Uh, I had asked everyone to come up with five. I have 11. Um, <laughs> a lot of them are duplicates of what you guys said. Uh, I, I, I'm going to double down. I agree. Galaxy's Edge, uh, absolutely fantastic. Rise of the Resistance, one of the best Disney rides ever. Um, the Last Jedi, Rebels, uh, video games, uh, Knights of the Old Republic, the original one, still the best video game I have ever played. Absolutely love it. Um, and Republic Remake Commando. Uh probably the second uh best game lost stars have to recommend and then uh for anyone who wants to read some of the older stuff the original thrawn trilogy the first book series that came out um when they first started to do this whole star wars expanded universe thing um back in the early 90s absolutely love it still great story obviously it doesn't follow with canon now but it's still just a great story yeah it's awesome i back that it's a great great series all right, I think that is going to do it for our 100th episode. We made it to triple digits, guys. Congratulations. It's going to completely we did mess up our rank. Congratulations, my friends. We have, <laughs> we have more than quadrupled the amount of episodes we thought we would get to. Connor, thanks for being here, buddy. Did you the math on that one? <laughs> yeah, it took me a minute to do the math. Um, no, thanks for having me, guys. It's I know I'm not uh, officially part of the show anymore, but I, A, love the fact that you guys constantly welcome me back. Um, I think you upgraded. Nicole's uh, incredible. Um, Aww, brings a wonderful thanks, perspective to the, to the show, and I, I, I like joining and, and joking around with her. So, Nicole, you're, you're the man. Um, but Aww, no, 100 thanks, episodes bud. is dope. I I was laughing with friends last night. I'm like, yeah, like this podcast I helped start hitting 100 episodes. They're like, really? I'm like, I know. It's kind of crazy. Um, it's cool. It's it's awesome and to start once a month and then move to a weekly schedule and somehow keep that content going, especially when we were like – when we started doing it once a month, we were like, what are we even going to talk about? Now, uh, even when I hop on to guest host, it's like we got to cut some stuff. We could talk forever. So it's awesome, and, and I love the fact that it's still going on and – it's very, very cool to be a part of. Very glad to have you back. Very glad to have Nicole with us. Uh, it's been a very fun three-plus years doing this show. Uh, and to everybody that's listened throughout that, thank you so much for your support. It means a lot to us. Uh, we hope you enjoy it because we enjoy doing it. Um, and hopefully we'll keep doing it for a while. As long as you listen anyways. Um, so thank you again to everyone that helps support us. We really, really appreciate it. Uh, yeah, I think that's going to do it. I think we're going to get out of here because I got to go to Home Depot and buy stuff. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's mice that got into my car. It was bad. But that's oh, a, in that's the a car? Tale. Yeah, that's, that's a tale for another day. The, the mouse horror, tale. Yeah, yeah. American tale. of uh, my the car's American registration. Tale. I'll share that next time. But in the meantime, if you want to connect with us, you can do so on Twitter at Doc and Tauntauns. Uh, don't forget about uh, the giveaway that Jim mentioned at the top of the show. You can also email us, Tauntauns at AIPTcomics.com. Uh, you can also find us on AIPTcomics.com for more Star Wars content and lots of other just great nerdy content in general. Uh, if you enjoy the show and you want to support it, you can do so for as little as a dollar through Patreon.com slash AIPTcomics. That is going to do it. We're going to get out of here. Thank you so much for listening, guys. And we'll see you next time. Thank you.